just wondering, or rather I'm wondering if you're wondering too, why do we call Abraham our father in faith? You know, we hear that a lot, and it makes sense, but I guess I never uh, grasped it full enough, because I mean, this is, this is the very, very beginning, and still he remains our father in faith. It's a lot of faith. And I think, um, for one, this was a guy who trusted. He trusted when moving forward in life made no sense at all. And he trusted the Lord when he had no idea how God was going to fulfill these great promises he was making. But today, uh, especially when we hear this good word, we clearly see Abraham as a person to follow because he literally gave up the thing that he loved the most in the world to God. He offered up what he loved the most to God because his son uh, was his world, right? The one thing that he loved the most in the world was Isaac. His son was his world. And God, knowing his faithfulness, he says, offer, that, offer up this one thing, the one thing that maybe you love more than me. Do you love me through your son? Do you love me more? I was just telling the, the guys and girls attending the confirmation retreat this weekend that my favorite superhero is Spider-Man. They care so much about these things. What's your favorite superhero? I said Spider-Man. So not only is you know, Spider-Man just awesome with super fast reflexes and super agility, he's a good, he's a good model of um, self-sacrifice. You know, and, and at a time uh, in his story when he was the most conflicted, he heard these uh, words of encouragement. You know, sometimes to be steady, we have to give up the things, the thing that we want the most, you know, even our dream. That was his Aunt May, for those who've seen this movie. And when he did, when he gave up, when he offered up um, any, the thing that he wanted the most, he found himself, and he found out how to live his calling. In my life, at one of the most pivotal points, uh, when I was at a crossroads, not that I'm still working on everything else, but when I was at a point when I didn't know which path to go, it came to a point where I had to offer up to God the thing that I wanted the most, uh, marriage, family. And yeah, it left a hole for a little while, but not so long after, God filled that hole with uh, what I needed and wanted all along, the marriage that he had planned for me. How are you? <laughs> and someone else recently uh, was telling me about uh, their understanding of what Christian marriage is. And they said as they entered into marriage and they were learning you know, what Christian marriage means and how it can possibly work for a lifetime, they said, essentially, in marriage, they said, God is always the first and the highest. And he said, then is my marriage, then my children, and then so on and so on. Which is saying, by offering up our marriage or the most important thing in our life to God, 
Then he's going to return and multiply that love like tenfold. And is going to fill those holes that need, that still need life and love. And as we read, uh, St. Paul assures us, he says, The God that asks us, offer me the thing you love the most. This is the same Father that offered up for us his one, only, most beloved Son for us. So he knows. And St. Paul says, he assures us, he says, if God is for us, who can be against us? He said, this is the God that loved us so much he didn't spare his only son. So don't you think that he will give you everything else that you need by that kind of love? So God not only wants to fill those holes, you know, in, in our life, in all the things we desire. He also wants to multiply the joy and the fulfillment that we have in things that we do already love. So he's giving us good where there's bad, and he's giving us great where there's good. So offer it. Offer up the thing you love the most. Offer up your family, your marriage, the relationships you love, the work, the ministry, our life, we offer up our great desires. We offer up our plans and our dreams and offer up the things that we tend to seek out more than God's love. You know, the things that substitute and distract from our need for him. And trust that even he can fill even the holes that we've been filling ourselves for years. Because if these things, any of these things, are, are our world, they're going to inevitably fall short on us because they're not as great as what God is offering through them or in place of them. So for the things, for the people that are great and wonderful that we are thankful for, it's in our relationship with God, in his love that we have, the joy that we receive through them or hoping for, and for those not-so-great things that we know aren't necessary and maybe are more harmful to us. We have to know and hear that what, we're, what God is offering, the satisfaction and the fulfillment and the relaxation and the, the joy and inspiration, we're seeking him in these things. So now is the time. Now is a fresh new invitation, you know, to let God bless the things that we already love and to give us what we're already seeking and longing for. So do we believe it? You know, do we trust that God actually will fulfill the promises that he's made to us? And do we follow Abraham, our father in faith? Do we just follow and trust the Lord wherever he's leading? And do we open our hands and lift them up and give him 
the thing, the things that we love the most.